What do some of the world's elite athletes and performing artists do to mentally prepare to perform when the spotlight shines on them? And what can you learn from them so you can show up better as a parent, friend, employee, or just for yourself? Those are some of the questions our guest this week seeks to answer in his own podcast. Barton Bryan is an athlete, a coach, a singer, and the host of the Mindset Forge podcast. We'll talk to him about what he's learned from dozens of interviews with top performers to help you show up for the biggest moments of your life. This is The Fit Mess, conversations with world-class experts in the fields of mental, physical, and emotional health. In this episode... Part of the struggle in the journey is why we have confidence coming out of it. But it's going to be harder than you think, and it's going to take longer than you think, and it's going to be better than what you thought it would be. Now here are your hosts, Zach and Jeremy. Welcome to The Fit Mess. Thanks for listening while you're doing whatever it is you're doing right now. I'm Jeremy and he's Zach and together we're two vulnerable guys helping you to overcome struggles to achieve your mental and physical wellness goals. Today we're talking about building a better mindset so you can truly reach your goals, accomplish your dreams, and just live a better life with more intention. Or in my case, if you want to be in the ultra competitive sport of vacuuming, you're in for a real treat. <laughs> you, got some, you got some vacuuming issues. I, I have a therapist. I talked to, <laughs> okay, I talked to him about these things. Good, good. He also calls me weird, which I feel like is a bad thing for your therapist to say. That's but weird. Yeah, I don't. I thought it was a judgment-free zone. That's not. That's not right. It's not nice. Yeah, no. It's 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 interesting when the when the therapist is like, yeah, no, um, tab, please. I'm I'm done. I'm <laughs> I don't want to work with you anymore. It's only been twelve minutes, doc. I've only talked to you about the first six months of my life. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a, there's a lot of talk about mindset in the self-development space, and we talk about it a lot here. And over the years, I've heard from people, they ask over and over, how do you do it? You know, life is too much sometimes. It gets in the way. How do you just decide or stay motivated to keep going for whatever the desired outcome is that you're pursuing? Well, we'll get some great advice on that from our guest in just a moment. But there's one example I have from my life that always stands out. And I know I've told this story on the show before, but it really is the beginning of what started my wellness journey. And it, it, it was a knee injury that turned into going to a, a physical therapist who said, you know, you got to get on a bike if you want to save your knees because your knees are going to be bad. And I just remember thinking immediately, like, there's no way. Like, I don't have time. I don't have the energy. That sounds horrible. That sounds dangerous. And I remember having a conversation with my brother, and he was the one that said, you just have to decide that you're that weird guy that bikes to work every day. Go buy some used bike and just start riding to work. And for whatever reason, that clicked. Like the moment he said it, I became that guy. I know I have other moments like that, like deciding to move to Canada. There's been a bunch of stuff where I've made these really definitive decisions. But that one really stands out as this moment where it just became super clear. Yeah. And that led to a bunch of other changes. It led to diet changes, workout changes, going to therapy, starting to meditate and better living. And I remember thinking... If someone had said, you need to start riding your bike every day, meditating, going to therapy, doing these things, there's no way. Just the reading the list alone would have stopped me from making any progress. But by starting that one thing, it put me on a journey. And I just will never forget that click, that moment of, oh, yeah, I'm that guy now. And the ability to make that decision is not an easy one. For a lot of people, it comes at rock bottom. And sometimes it doesn't always click like that. I, I remember... I had a, a similar moment, but it was after I started running and it was a weird moment where I was smoking and I was drinking soda and eating at McDonald's. And then I started running and I, I don't know, like there was no mindset change. It was just all of a sudden I was like just running and I was losing weight and I quit smoking and doing all that stuff. And then for Christmas, I got 
for my sister-in-law, I got one of those running belts that had two small bottles that you oh, could sure. carry the water bottles, waist, yeah. like the water bottles, like a runner's belt. I remember opening it going, what the fuck did I get this for? Right. And then I had that moment of like, oh, wait a minute. You're a runner. You're like doing things and people recognize that yeah. and you are that guy. And then all of a sudden, like it just took off from there and it was like, well, let me try riding my bike and let me try swimming. Let me try a triathlon. Let me try lifting weights. It was one little thing at a time. But I remember that moment of opening that package and going, what the hell? Yeah. This isn't for me. It's funny how it can work both ways, right? Like in my case, the mindset happened first. In your case, the fake it till you make it turned into making it. It's, it, it really can go either way. If you're having a hard time with the mental gymnastics of, I'm the person that takes an hour walk every day, or I'm the person that walks my dog every day, or I'm the person that goes to the gym. I'm the person that eats better, whatever, whatever the thing is, then just start doing it, right? Like just mm-hmm. whatever the small step is of, you know, swap out one meal, swap out one snack, stop drinking soda, find one thing and just start doing it. And all of a sudden it'll lead to the other things that one day you'll get that gift and you'll go, I can't believe that I'm this person now. We Again, we talk about it all the time, whether your goal is to eat right, whether your goal is to exercise, whether your goal is to meditate, whatever it is, like it really all starts with mindset. And I think one of the things that I really had to learn, and it took me a long, long time to learn it because I actually had to unlearn it, was that the way you think and the way your internal dialogue works can change. It doesn't have to be that way. But it does take a long time to make that switch to, I can do this. The glass is half full. This can happen. I can be that if your mindset is leaning towards the other way. And a great way to get there is by feeding your mind with a lot of positive affirmations, positive information, and podcasts that are full of great interviews like this one and like the one hosted by our guest this week. His name is Barton Bryan. He's the host of the Mindset Forge podcast. It's a great show where he talks to a lot of the top performing athletes and, and performing artists in the world to find out how they get into the proper mindset to function at the levels that they do every day and how you can take those lessons to apply them to your own life to develop the kind of mindset you need to accomplish your goals. We started the interview by asking him why he thinks mindset is so important. Like a lot of people, you look back at your life and you think about what are those moments where a paradigm shift happened? And it usually isn't around like an event that happened. It's how we responded to that event or what we learned from that event. And so what I started to look at, and I have these two stories going on throughout the you know totality of my life is one of me as an artist, as a singer, as an actor, and then me as an athlete, bodybuilder, basketball player. And there's just a lot of commonalities in terms of how I did really well and showed up in, in some of the moments of my life and also how I did not. And how my mindset was way off. And then as, I, as I'm a father now and, and a coach and I do a lot of things, I'm fascinated by where those pieces of nuggets or information that people have to share can really help myself and other people really explore better ways to doing things. Because showing up, and I kind of use this general term, like for the big moments of your life is not just like I'm in a race and I'm trying to be the first one to, to finish, right? It's it's showing up for your kids, it's showing up at the gym every day for yourself. It's showing up for your spouse, for your, your job and all that kind of stuff. And so there's, there's performance aspects to that, the wraparound, kind of how we show up, how we process, how we prepare. 
how we settle our nerves in the big moments that we need to be at our best for. And so that's just been something that I've always been fascinated by from being a performer on stage, doing a one person show or singing a concert. And then the other side of it is being a basketball player, being an athlete, having to squat 300 pounds and, and be present for that moment so that I don't hurt myself. So there's just, there's so many little kind of aspects of that that are similar and exciting and, and fascinating to me. So that's why I want to share it. So I'm curious. I know for me, even if I'm doing something like vacuuming the living room, something like that, I always have this picture in my head of like, what if there was someone else here I was competing against or everyone was watching me vacuuming and just in my, it kind of shifts my mindset to, I'm going to do the best job I can possibly do here. Is that common or am I way off in left field on that one? I definitely think you have a competitive bug that, that, that you can turn on and it show it takes you to a, a level that you enjoy being at. I think it's a right. problem. Honestly, I think there's something might, wrong, something very wrong with Zach. Well, I would challenge, why are you vacuuming? Why haven't you hired somebody to vacuum for you? But uh, no, I, I think, I think that's, we all have different kind of like on off switches in our personality. And I think you, we have to figure out what's going to really turn on the right things Cause you could turn on, you could say before a race or before an event, you could, you could channel something, but it could just make you really excited and anxious, but that might not turn out well. If you're, if it's about how your body pr processes or, or moves, like if you have too much tension, cause you have too much excitement and anxiety, that's not a good thing. So we have to figure out what are the buttons that we can push to get ourselves into the best possible state for performance. So I'm curious about that. What are some, I mean, you've, you have a long history in personal training. You, you help people with managing this kind of stuff. What are some of the biggest and maybe most common challenges that people have getting their head in that, in that space, making that mindset shift to accomplish whatever it is they're accomplishing, vacuuming the floor or, or winning the race? Well, I think we, we oftentimes put so much emphasis on something outside of us. I will give you a perfect example the industry of pre-workout powders, right? I see so many people gotta, talking about this stuff. I got to take my pre-workout. I got, they're down in a five hour energy before they go to the gym or, or whatever. Like as if some stimulant that we put into our body is going to give us the right mindset to show up. And that's just kind of a, an easy example of how is where we, when we talk about showing up to something, it really is about what is your purpose? What is your underlying reason you're there, right? And so let's just take working out, like the, the act of working out. Like, yes, it's important to work out. We all know that. The entire world knows that at this point. It's not getting people to the gym or on the trail or on their bike, right? We have to find a reason for like our why that in a sense turns us on enough where it's the harder things kind of, we figure those out right? Like I have to have a priority system that says, you know what? I've got a lot to do today. Kids drop off, pick up, whatever, all these things. I'm still going to get to the gym. I'm still going to get my workout in because if I do that consistently, I'm going to achieve whatever I'm setting out to achieve. And for somebody who doesn't have like a lifelong habit of doing that, that's a lot harder than somebody who was an athlete all the way through high school or college and, and they've been doing that their whole life. So if that's not somebody, if that's not something that somebody 
automatically has, then my recommendation is kind of take it one little baby step at a time so that you don't give yourself this overarching goal. Like, Hey, I've never worked out. Now I'm going to work out six days a week for 90 minutes. Yeah. No, probably not. Probably not going to be successful at that, but going on a walk three days a week, hitting the gym once a week, like that might be very achievable and therefore a much better approach than just diving into the deep end with six days a week. I didn't start off in life competitive. This like built in my twenties. I was, I was very, very reserved, shy, didn't want to stand out. I mean, I don't really want to stand out now, but I want to be the best in whatever I do. So starting small is one of those great things on Like if you want to work out, start small on that. But like, for me, it's really hard to change my mind around those, those ideas. Right. So whatever it is, if like, if I'm going to vacuum, I'm going to do it the best. Like sometimes you get to turn that down, right? How do you, how do you manage between the two of like, I'm going to do what I can do here, but over here, I need to slow it down a little bit. Now with your, with your personality type, you're going to be somebody who probably is a lot easier to go all in much more quickly mm -hmm. because you're, you're, you're kind of driven to be your best at whatever you take on, right? Vacuuming or whatever. And I think that the, so how I would coach you in a situation like that is, is this give you some parameters where it's like, Hey, we got to make sure that we're recovering just as well as we're exercising and to try to give you the big picture so that you, somebody like yourself may end up at the gym a lot and just not actually recovering at all because you're overtraining or you're, you're just pounding on your joints too much and you're creating too much stress in the body. And that's not awful, not, not healthy either. Mm -hmm. So it's, and you, you see a lot of those people who kind of either just got into fitness and overdo it or have never really figured out the rhythm of their body and how it needs that rest and recovery. And it also needs the appropriate amount of work. And so that's just kind of the maturity of understanding your body and understanding what it needs to get what you want. What I know of, of you, Barton, and, and you, Zach, is you both seem like people that have been driven pretty much your entire life just always striving to be the best wanting to, to accomplish things. Maybe Zach's came a little bit later, but from what I've read about you, Barton, that seems to, to uh, describe you. Uh, you've always really fought for, for success and, and accomplishment. Someone like me, who's new to the game only in the last few years, deciding to, to take care of my personal health, my physical health, my mental health, emotional health, all of that. And I know people that like me battle with mental health. We hear this, just take the small steps, do the things, go to the gym, even when you don't feel like it. Sometimes literally getting out of bed is the biggest accomplishment of the day. So how does someone who's, who's maybe dealing with those challenges of, of mental health or dealing with just not being familiar with being able to put yourself in a, in a mindset for success, how do you, how do you make the leap from, from just struggling to get out of bed to actually doing the thing? It's a great question because I think one of the hardest things for people to have is perspective on what is success and what isn't. I think we often project onto ourselves, well, I'm not healthy and healthy looks like this. And they imagine like a guy with 8% body fat at the gym six days a week with abs and, and all these things that they don't have. Or, or just some really healthy lifestyle that they're so far from. 
when in reality, like if we go from A to B, that's a huge leap of health improvement. Mm -hmm. And then B to C, but we can't go from A to Z or A to even H, right? We have to go in the, the proper steps. And so the challenge to, and you talk about like New Year's resolutions is the biggest kind of conundrum of all is like, we tend to put so many kind of behavior changes or goals in, in our New Year's resolution that we almost are just setting ourselves up for failure. When if we actually said, hey, you know what, right now, I'm going to get out of bed you know, at the same time every day and do that for three weeks. And then three weeks later, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to take my dog for a 20 minute walk and I come back. I'm going to do that every day for three weeks, right? Like that's a very hard thing for people to do on their own because I think we're, we're, when we get to a place where we know we're not healthy, we, and it's probably human nature. We want to get out of it as fast as possible. Once we have self-awareness that like, I'm not healthy right now, I'm not doing well. I want to leap out of this hole that I'm in instead of like, you ever heard the story of like the donkey who falls in the well and the farmer's like, well, it's too much money to pull them out. So we're just going to bury them. So they start shoveling dirt on the donkey and the donkey just shakes the dirt off its back and steps up, <laughs> shakes the dirt off its back. And steps That's up. awesome. And after like two, two, two hours, the donkey just walks out of the well and like goes and I mean, it's kind of a tragic story. If you're <laughs> for a donkey, think about what my farmer, what, why did he, but the point of that is, is that like, nobody can leap out of the well and get healthy. We have to take these little incremental steps. And I say all that to say like the best thing that I ever did in 2020 one was I hired a personal trainer and I'm a personal trainer, right? I, I didn't need him for accountability, but I wanted a personal trainer to write my programming for me so that I didn't have to go into the gym and think about like, okay, like mm -hmm. I just wanted a really smart guy to, to plan out the next three months of my life so that I had goals and metrics and things like that. Because, because yes, I am driven. If I see a number on a sheet, I got to get this amount of weight tomorrow then I'm going to get excited about that. I'm going to show up to the gym differently than if I just walked into the gym and like, I wonder what I'm going to do today. I think I'll do bench, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is half the men in the world that just say, yeah, it's, it's Monday, it's chest day, right? <laughs> like, but having a program and having accountability around somebody helping me changed the whole way I showed up. That makes sense. I've got something similar going on right now with my software the coach that I'm, I've, I'm going to see, I know I can just show up and I can do whatever it is she's telling me to do. If I'm doing it wrong, she's going to be there in just a second. And she's going to tell me what I need to do to do it right. Even yesterday morning, she spent way too much time with me because I was doing something really, really wrong. But by the end of the day, like I, it was my goal for that day to get that and be better at it. And now it's like my weekly goal of I'm going to practice that every week and I'm going to get there. I'm going to get better at it. And you were like, I don't think you said, actually said the word, but you were just talking about habits, right? I mean, this is so hard for people. What, what's the, what's the biggest issue you see with people just not being able to follow through with habits? And a lot of it boils down to patience and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm because if I don't, if I don't like who I am, then I want to change, which can 
can create new behavior patterns and create the desire to have new habits, but that can also create a desperation or a, a, an intensity that doesn't allow true growth to happen because anything really worth learning takes time, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's meditation, whether it's a technique in squatting or, or, you know, doing some you know, exercise that you're trying to master, like anything that's worth mastering, it's going to take a lot of reps, a lot of hours. And a lot of people just don't have the patience for that. So they go in and they kind of do it their way. And then they either don't see immediate results. And so they get frustrated or they get hurt, mm -hmm. you know, and then they get frustrated. But I think if, if people just had a little bit more self-acceptance around like, Hey, you know what, this is where I'm at. It took me years to get here. It should take me years to get to where I want to go. If it took a month, it would be too easy and every, nobody would even like, you know what I mean? Like we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it was that easy. <laughs> would, there sure wouldn't be a podcast called the fit mess. But also I think too, we, part of the struggle in the journey is, is why we have confidence coming out of it. Like you're mm -hmm. talking about, man, I go in there and she's watching me and she's checking my form. If I'm doing it wrong, like that's just like, that's, that's color into the, the story of you getting healthy. And when you get to the point where people will call you out at the gym, be like, how do I get as healthy as you? You'll remember all of these steps it took you to get there. And you'll be like, you can do it too, right? But it's going to be harder than you think. And it's going to take longer than you think. And it's going to be better than what you thought it would be. You, you mentioned the struggle and Again, I look at a guy like you, you're in great shape. Your, your story is, is full of success stories. I'd love to hear about a time when there wasn't success, when, when you couldn't get in the right mindset, fell down trying to do whatever it was. Tell me about a time in your life on your journey when, when the struggle was just too much and, and you maybe didn't see the results or, or, or accomplish the thing you were hoping to accomplish. Sure. I, I'm in a really healthy place in my life, but I haven't always been there. And I think it's easy for people to see me. Oh yeah, Bart, you've probably always been, you know, athletic and healthy and I'm tall, I'm six, four. So you can hide a lot of softness in a six, four frame without people really noticing. But a little over two years ago, I was 245 pounds. I'll tell you, I'm like 220 now. And I was not living my best life health wise. I had a five-year-old son, amazing marriage, all the, like a lot was going well. My, my career was doing fine, all those things, but I was not leading myself well. I had kind of let go of some habits that I had built at different points in my life. And I just, I wasn't leading myself well. And I actually started listening to podcasts to kind of start to empower and, 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 and kind of fuel that desire to get better. And so I went on a weight loss journey in, June of 2000, I think it was 2018 or 19. And I actually elicited the advice of a couple of my friends who were personal trainers just to kind of keep me accountable. And, and I went through this time where going from kind of like, eh, I'll just have a beer before bed or eh, I'll, like, I'll just have a little bit more I'll have another one of those, like just soft in, in my habits. Not, I mean, your, your body is obviously is not obviously, but your body is sometimes a representation of how you live your life. And so I, I just locked in and I said, I'm going to figure this out. And when I was in my thirties, 
high metabolism, it really took me a lot quicker to drop weight and get healthy again. But this time it did not, it was, I was 44. It, it, it was a little bit more of a grind and I, it didn't happen quite as fast. I, I kept pulling my calf muscle going on jogs and I get a calf strain and I couldn't jog. And then it's like all these little things, but I started saying, you know, kind of the, uh, Jacko Willett, good. Like if I got a calf strain, good. Like I was always, I just, I was like, you know what? Nothing was going to knock me down because I knew that that wasn't who I was. That, that guy, I was great on certain levels, but on, on, on when it came to habits, when it came to leading myself well, and therefore leading others well, mm-hmm. I was not my best self. And I didn't want to be that. I, I knew who I wanted to be and who I was supposed to be. And so I just started saying, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make, I make it happen. And it took six to eight months to really get to a place where I was really healthy. And then I set new goals from there and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's totally normal that people ebb and flow in their life when it comes to health and focus and goals. I mean, it's rare that somebody is locked in health-wise their entire life without bumps along the way where they kind of let go or get injured and they can't work out. Yeah. I, I love the good, right? I've, I've been using that one for a couple of years now too. Like when I broke my rib, I, I said, good. It gave me the opportunity to like reset all my baselines and get healthy again. So I, I love to hear that someone else is, is using that too. But I, I want to ask you with your podcast, you've talked to tons and tons of people. What are like one or two, like really common threads that you hear from everyone that you're talking to? about mindset and, and top performers? First of all, I think that failure is a lesson, something to learn from and something to kind of lean into. If we can detach this like feeling of a, like not enoughness or abandonment or whatever that thing is that like makes us want to stay away from failure, we would realize that we are learning. We are going to learn so much from the failure, probably more so than the victory. And so just just the constantly trying to figure out from a failure, what, what happened, what went wrong, where was I responsible for that failure? What can, what can I learn from that? And, and then move on from there and kind of grow from that. And then secondly, like just being a constant kind of coachable learner, somebody who's not, doesn't have it all figured out. Talking to ex Olympians or top athletes or Broadway dancers, it's none of them have this ego. Like, let me tell you what I know. It's all, it's always this place of like curiosity and like growth and under trying to understand everything kind of what's the next step. What, how do I, how do I grow from here? So I think those are the two commonalities. I'm sure there's more, but those two are the ones that kind of stick out to me. And I, I guess sort of maybe the answer is the same, but for someone listening to this and, and they struggle to make that decision to be a better person, eat better, run more, whatever, whatever the thing is, yeah. what advice do you have for them to, to make that mental shift? Is there, is there some trick that you tell people, like, you just got to start doing this, like just a real, real easy entry point for someone who wants to make some change and just has a, has trouble flipping that switch. Well, I would I got to preface this by saying everyone's a little bit different. Like if I'm coaching Zach, like 
I'm going to push a couple of buttons for Zach that I know is going to get him fired up about getting you know, moving in the direction he's going. If I'm coaching you, Jeremy, I might have a totally different perspective. But I think in general, first of all, you got to set a, a goal or a kind of a destination that you really, that really turns you on, like that you're like, man, if that was my world, if that was me, I, would, I can't wait to feel that. Right. And try to just try to really viscerally feel like what, what it's going to be like when I'm the person I think I'm supposed to be. Right. And then the other thing is, I think what, that helped me was I just told people I am on a journey right now. I'm so excited about it. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know how many obstacles are going to fall in my way, but I am so fired up about the journey I'm on. And I just want you to know about it because I want because I, I care about you and I, I know you care about me. And I just want you to know that this is a part of who I am right now. And so if, if you, if you see anything or you want to give me advice or I, I'd love to hear it, but I just, it's more, it's not about getting them to be your coach, just about to tell them because the more you put it out there, I think the more real it gets. Like if I wake up and I'm like, like only to myself saying, I'm going to be better. Like I have accountability to myself, but if I'm not good at being accountable, then I'm probably going to drop off that, that goal pretty quick. But if Jeremy, you told Zach and you told three other people and, and, you know, and just created a little bit more accountability and community around that goal of yours, around that journey you're going on, I think that would be really helpful. So then I guess in closing, we, we hinted at the podcast. Tell us all about uh, the Mindset Forge podcast and, and where we can learn more about it and about you. Absolutely. So first of all, I am not the expert in performance mindset. I associate myself with you guys in terms of I'm on a journey myself. I'm learning as much as I can. I'm just trying to be open to ideas and, and information that's out there that can make me a little bit better. And so this podcast, The Mindset Forge, is really interviewing actors, singers, performing artists in general, and then also athletes. And, and it's anything that relates to showing up for the big moments of their lives. And that doesn't always have to do with like an MMA fighter I just interviewed, like doesn't always have to do with the, with the, the octagon and what he does to prepare for the octagon. But there's so many parallels between preparing for big moments in, in, in sport or in performance, and then also in life, business, being a dad, all those things. And so the, the conversation always starts with your, your sport or your performance art and, and how that relates to kind of who you are, what you've done and, and what your story is. And so sharing stories, sharing ideas, takeaways. I always try to leave the audience with one or two little nuggets that they can implement right, right then and there. I just interviewed a guy who's a coaches MMA fighters and he talks about breathing and how you can get your body in a parasympathetic state if you've got a lot of nerves and anxiety. And I'm like, that is something somebody could use before they walked into a presentation, yep. before they mm -hmm. walked into a big meeting with their boss or before they walked into, you know, performance of sorts. And so that that's the idea behind it. And I like to kind of pick and choose people that I feel like have fascinating stories and, and would help other people. And where do we find it? If you Google or go to your podcast app and put mindset forge, you're pretty much going to hit it, right? If you just put mindset in, there's a lot of podcast with the word mindset in it. But if you put mindset forge, can't miss me. 
And we'll, we'll help by putting links to that in the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com. Barton, really fun talking to you as always. Thanks so much for taking some time and, and being on the show with us today. Absolutely. It was so much fun. Zach, great to meet you and great job, you too. That was Barton Bryan, host of the Mindset Forge podcast. You can find out more about him and his podcast in the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com. And if after hearing all of that, you're thinking about what's that one thing that you can do, I highly recommend Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because I really needed to have a supplement that tasted great, gave me all the things that I needed. And I didn't want to have to take 10 pills a day or spend all of my time cooking all the meals. I try and get my nutrients from food, but let's face it, we don't get everything we need every day from food. So Athletic Greens was a great solution for me. It tastes great, gives me everything I need for more energy, better gut health, optimized immune system. If you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, Athletic Greens has you covered. It has less than a gram of sugar. And there's no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it actually does taste good. And for what you get, it's less than $3 a day. Which is far less than the amount I'm paying to swallow my fistfuls of vitamins every day. Exactly. And right now is the time to incorporate better health, and Athletic Greens is a perfect start. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash fitmess. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash fitmess to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That link will be on the show notes and it's plastered all over our website at thefitmess.com. So to wrap up our conversation with Barton Bryan, so many of the things we talk about so often on the show uh, when it comes to having the right mindset to go after your goals, it's all about having a why. It's all about starting with those small steps. And if you're not born with that, that drive to vacuum like a champ, <laughs> then, then you vacuum like an idiot for a while until you get good at it. And then all of a sudden you'll see the marks in the, in the carpet and you'll be like, wow, I can really vacuum this floor like a champ. And then someone gets you a new vacuum for Christmas. And you're like, what? why did I get a new vacuum? This is weird. Because you're that guy. Because you're that guy that can vacuum now. <laughs> right, Zach? <laughs> exactly. Except don't look at my carpet because there's worn away parts of the carpet. I got a little over <laughs> the top on it. Well, maybe you need a new carpet for Christmas. Anyways, don't let the conversation about building a better mindset end there. Be a part of our Facebook group where you can join us and other fellow FitMess listeners for monthly challenges and accountability to reach your goals and connections with our community. That link is also on our website where we will be back next week with a brand new episode featuring Cheryl McColgan. She's the founder and editor of Heal, Nourish, Grow. It's a great wellness, healthy lifestyle, and advanced nutrition website. Lots of great resources to get your diet and fitness routine on track. You'll find that next week at thefitmess.com. Thanks for listening. See everyone. We know this podcast is amazing. It doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.